j'en profite un peu S'ils sont malheureux, j'attends avec eux Que tout aille un peu mieux, j'ai le cœur en voyage J'suis un voleur d'image For the very first time, Banana Split passes the Cape of Good Hope Long ago it was known as Cape of Tempest, but I'm lucky enough to pass it in perfect weather. Banana Split has set sail, following the coast of Africa, and we make a short stop in a strange ghost town, Luderitz in Namibia, still a witness of the times before the First World War, where all this part of Africa was a German colony. At first sight, the island seen from out at sea doesn't seem very appealing. It seems to be nothing else but arid and deserted rocks. But St. Helena hides its secret very well. First of all, it is inviting. As the old mariners used to say, from St. Helena to Ascension, the best navigation. I reach Ascension in perfect weather. It's an island composed of 22 volcanic cones. Disembarking at Georgetown is often an acrobatic feat when rollers come to break on the leeward shore of the island. Off the coast of South America lies the Brazilian island of Fernando de Noronha. Not very well known, it deserves to be more so, with its characteristic peak, Upico, towering over wonderful beaches. At Salvador's marketplace, you can eat acarajé, these delicious fritters filled with shrimp. On this day, my guide was the prettiest of all Bayanese women. From Royal Island, you can see inaccessible Devil's Island and the small house where Dreyfus was exiled. On the summit of Royal Island, you can see the hospital of the penal colony and a church decorated with paintings by a talented convict called Francis Lagrange. Barbados has a few marvelous beaches, and its windward shore is spectacular. Several hundred miles farther on, in front of Diamond Rock, Banana Split crosses its wake, completing a circumnavigation in close to six years. Giving a chance to make outside the tropics, Bermuda receives the warm water of the Gulf Stream, it is, of all the world's coral adults, the farthest away from the equator. A narrow strait, the cut, allows access to the inside of the archipelago and the very pleasant port of St. George's. The next island on my route to the east, the island of Fayal, is a stop-off sailors enjoy very much. In front of the capital, the little town of Horta, Traditionally, hundreds of sailboats stop off each year in the marina. After days and weeks at sea, it is great to tie up to the quay. Today, in the little village of Riberas, the past is relieved with a regatta. On board these flimsy whaling sailboats, they used to wage battle against the huge cetacean. A short sail further on, we find ourselves in the port of Madeira, very busy with ocean-going sailboats. The island of Madeira, also Portuguese territory, has a rich cultural heritage. These wicker baskets on wooden skates slide on the cobblestones or on the asphalt. And there are crossroads. 
The next stop on our voyage around the Atlantic is Gran Canaria. Sailboats stop in the port of Las Palmas to get ready to cross the ocean. At the Pueblo Canario, you can attend demonstrations of traditional Canarian dances. And all around Las Palmas consists of a dozen islands. Once a Portuguese colony, they are now independent. On the island of San Nicolau, the pace of life is calm. I tie up to the quay under the eye of an unruffled official. For two weeks of solitude on the wings of the trade winds, with images of the Caribbean already in his heart, golden sand and turquoise lagoons, and peaceful bays where kids play in the water. 